In mobile apps, sometimes you have online data, but sometimes you have to cater for the offline scenarios. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to another SAP Code Talk. And as I mentioned in uh, the start, uh, we're going to be talking about offline OData with regard to uh, mobile apps. And I'm really pleased to have Matt Borges. Matt, thank you for joining me from Canada. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. So um, I'd like you to just give the viewers a little introduction to yourself before we hit the subject of offline OData. All right. Um, I've worked for SAP full-time for nine years. Uh, I was a co-op student for two years before that. Um, when I first started, I was part of the database group, but the last four or five years, I've been focusing on mobility and, in particular, offline OData. Excellent. So let's hit the subject straight away. So as I mentioned at the start, you know, uh, mobile apps, you know, everybody for years and years have been saying that you know, networks are ubiquitous. You know, we don't need offline data. I beg to differ. Uh, the guys in uh, the old ironyware in Waterloo, uh, Ontario, used to say, uh, up a pole, down a hole. In other words, you may be uh, up a pylon where there's electric interference or down a hole and in a drain. You still need to get that data. You need to cater for offline. So what is offline OData? Offline OData is a data synchronization technology that allows building offline apps based on an OData model. Uh, the app uses the same model and API to communicate, read, and manipulate the data as it would if it was communicating directly with the OData backend using the online API. And it's uh, the app developer can decide when to upload the local modifications to the backend or download changes. Um, from the back end. So they could choose to do it periodically every 10 minutes, every hour, or they could allow the, the app user to decide when to upload or download new data. Okay, so as um, online OData and offline OData are so similar, does that mean that you can just take an online app and enable it for offline? Not quite. Um, offline apps are fundamentally different than than online apps, and as a result, there's different topics that need to be considered. Um, one common scenario is, is considering keys. So most OData backends create the keys or generate the keys when new entities are created. So an easy way to think about this is an auto-increment column in a, mm -hmm. in a database. So an offline app needs to consider that if it's creating entities offline, those keys are going to be empty or null until it reads the, or until it uploads the, the entity to the backend. So offline OData deals with this by generating unique IDs that the client can use locally until it gets the real ones from the backend. Another, another common scenario is, is dealing with errors. So an online app, as soon as you try to make that operation to the backend, you're going to get an error you're going to get error feedback immediately. In an online, in an offline app, you have many requests queued up to upload to the backend, and you don't find out about the errors until that upload happens. So you may have many queued up errors that the app needs to deal with. Okay. So what are the additional performance implications between 
um, so oh, so within offline uh, applications. So there, there's offline no data. Sorry. Yeah, there, there's a few. So offline apps need to have all the data required to allow the app to function locally. So there's a couple performance implications that need to be considered to bring that data to the device efficiently. The two most important is number one, the OData Delta protocol, which is allows the client to download only the data that's changed rather than download all the data again. And number two is, is data sharing. So the SAP Cloud Platform has a data sharing feature where data that's shared by many users can be cached in the SAP Cloud Platform so that every request for that data doesn't need to go to the backend. The other thing to consider is forms on the client side. So all these queries are now going to be executed locally. So depending on custom filters or order buys, Executed against the local store, the app developer should consider adding some client-side indexes. So I'm, I'm assuming that uh, specifically talk about talking about the uh, the SDK for iOS that we're sort of creating uh, a copy of the, the data locally on the device. Now, is there any, any particular uh, SAP technology we're using for that on the device itself? Uh, yep. So the the underlying data store is the Ultralight database. Um, the synchronization protocol between the client and the SAP Cloud Platform is the mobile link protocol. Excellent. Two, two technologies that I've used a long time ago and, and still think absolutely fantastic and, and uh, actually were, were years beyond themselves and obviously are still being used. Um, yeah. You mentioned with like, the data, you said about having sort of the, the delta. Um, obviously as part of offline OData as well is, is getting that data the initial stage of the data on there and and one of the things i just want to bring up and whether you uh, whether you agree or not is you know uh, you obviously for an offline data application you wouldn't have everything you'd obviously slice and dice the data uh, specific to any to the scenario of the app that you're building yeah that that's right so the the model and of the device or in, in the app is identical to the model in the backend, but the app chooses what data to download based on a set of queries called the defining queries. And it's up to the app developer to, to decide which data is important for the app to have offline on the device. Okay, so what about best practices for writing these offline applications? Are there any sort of golden nuggets you can give our viewers? Yeah, there's there's a few that apply to, to almost all offline apps. So the first one is is more of a back-end feature, but it's, it's really important for offline. It's called repeatable requests. So the OData Standards Committee publishes a note called repeatable requests, which is basically a way for the back-end to guard against performing the same operation or applying the same operation more than once. And you think about it in an offline scenario where you have you could have some unstable networks. This becomes really important because even though the client uploads a request, it might not get the response back. So it needs to may need to send that request again. So this is, the repeatable request is a way for the backend to guard against that operation actually being applied more than once. Uh, the second one is um, the client side, the app needs to use edit links, read links, and entity IDs when identifying entities and the main reason for this is as discussed earlier 
when you're creating entities offline, they're very often not going to have the key properties until they go to the back end. Mm -hmm. But if the app uses the edit link, the read links, the entity IDs, which the SDK will always give them, um, there won't be any problems uniquely identifying entities. And the last one to mention is that apps should make sure they use client-side filtering and paging when reading the data locally. And in other words, don't download all the data to the device and then read all the data into memory. Read only the subset of the data from the local store that you need for the particular operation that's being done. So being memory friendly as well. Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, Matt, are there any limitations with offline OData? There, there is, yeah. So currently offline OData only supports the OData version 2 protocol. Uh, we do support most of the OData version 2 spec, but there's a couple limitations. The, the most notable limitation is that we don't support function imports, which means um, we don't allow function imports to be used locally on the device to make changes, and we don't allow using function imports to download data. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, this is going to be a subject that a lot of our viewers want to delve a little bit deeper with. Uh, I'm sure they'll email us at developers.sap.com for some questions. Uh, so, Matt, I thank you again for joining me on Code Talk, and I in invite you to come and do some more in the future. All right. Thank you.